0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Conti and Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> the first time they go offense, they take Jordan Love? They take
1: <laughs> Jordan Love! Listen, Matisse will lock uh, up this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> CP3. Oh my god. Chris oh my god. Paul. Oh
0: my god. Chris Paul, baby. Oh. Right, Will? Nope, I totally disagree. Like, look, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Conti and Nick, I'm Will Nicholson, as always I have with me Gino Conti, and uh, we're back here at Bridgewater State University, you know, we were in Marshall for a little bit, but we're yes, back sir. here at, at college doing another episode,
1: and uh, Gino, how are we feeling today? You know, this table feels like not as crowded, you it know, does. having the four people around, I will yeah. say, it's very, very nice just being back, too, because I hate everybody that we brought on, everyone <laughs> else sucks besides us, too, it's true. so, it's factual. you know, yeah, man. Me and Will are the two smartest men ever in sports. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. everyone else, you know, we just carried on our back. Our back was starting to hurt, so we just. <laughs> of, <laughs> of course, you, of so. course. And just for a quick note, I'm only just this episode. I'm only going to be reading excerpts from uh, Bill Cowher's autobiography. <laughs> 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 and that'll be it. Yeah. The uh, the what's it called? The thing. The thumbnail is very misleading. I apologize. <laughs> it's old. Come on, Bill Nicholson. Cower. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: all the old yeah, but we're we're back here. I mean, obviously the the thumbnail and you know the the title's pretty obvious i mean we're we're discussing what uh what's going on with the patriots and you know obviously they lost to the bills in the off season and what's next for the patriots and you know i, I want to know from you what what do you think is next for the patriots
1: well what's next is next time they play in buffalo i'm going to take the 9-hour ride with the boys <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what's next uh, first of all i am so goddamn jealous i wasn't able to go into that game okay i'm ah, i'm jealous then that's all I'm, I'm going to say about that, because, man, it sounded like they had the time of their lives, even though they did get blown out. Yeah. Okay. Real quickly, Jamie Collins had the worst game I've ever seen a football player He did player not out. play well. I go, how the hell are you a professional football player? And you know, you ever hear the saying, fat guys don't lie?
0: No. But so, I
1: agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's in reference to NFL lineman. Okay. When you're a defensive player, lots of the time you're told to read the lineman. You're told to be like, all right, that's how you diagnose whether it's a pass or a run. If they take their steps backwards and they start pumping their hands out, it's a pass. If they start moving forward or turn their feet in different directions, okay, like any sort of steps specifically of an angle, then you know it's a run. Okay, what Jamie Collins did, he just met a blocker on an offensive lineman or a tackle or a guard. Head on. He didn't even have his eyes on the backfield. He dug his head into the lineman's chest. And then he just he didn't even attempt to make any play on the ball and the guy just ran right by him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I know this is like a what's well, next video, but I want to do like a quick like two-minute thing on no, the No, it's hey, it a yeah,
0: it, we gotta summarize. I mean, yeah, what happened for what's happening. There yeah,
1: and and from what I saw, okay, like I love Devin McCordy, I love Dante Hightower, but they either need to not be on the team next year, or unfortunately Well, I would say unfortunately, but, or they need to get their way maybe into a more rotational, like, role. Sure. You know, with the team, I would say. Yeah. You know, because I think that they still have redeeming qualities, okay, but it's clear, it's obvious. Like I said, they're slow, and I just think they've lost too many steps for them to be considered, like, Valuable like every down starters now.
0: The way that the offenses and the NFL are shifting to to a lot more speed and a lot more, you know, you got guys like Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, like fast guys who just go across the middle, and that's kind of like their bread and butter. That that's not what Don thought. I had was good. At. He's not good at being a coverage linebacker. He's good. At, he's a run stopper. And you know, while that is valuable, I mean, yeah, you have you. The game is evolving so much now, and I I love this so much. That you have guys like Micah Parsons playing linebacker, who okay, he can do it all. He's physical, he's fast, he can do that. And even like Fred Warner, guys who can just go and do it all. Superstar. I know, I know you're a you're a big Fred Warner. I Hunter, love
1: guy. Fred Warner. Yeah,
0: the Absolutely. guy guys like that are able to just fly around the field, sideline to sideline, be physical, be a run stopper. And while Dante Hightower is a physical guy, I mean he's getting older, he's losing his steps and. I think the it showed versus the Buffalo Weapons. I mean, they barely had a run game all year, and they were running all over us, whether it be Josh Allen or Singletary or whoever they have in that backfield. It it just it, they blew us out. I mean, there's no simple answer. We all watch the game. I mean, they, every time they touch the ball, I'd rather not watch that game again. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so what do you think, real quick? Um, what do you th- So this is actually kind of in regards to the future, So we'll start off here. Right. What do you think um, is the possibility of Dante Hightower maybe moving into that kind of hybrid, like, defensive end or, like, stand-up linebacker, but always rushes the quarterback role. Kind of like what Clay Matthews, DeMarcus Ware, and James Harrison did.
0: I think that would be good for him. I think that would be Mm. the perfect role for him. Like I said, he's a good run-stopper. He's good as a a stand-up guy, but I don't think he's fast enough at the linebacker position to keep up with all these weapons. But, I mean, what he does is still valuable, so it's not like, oh, let's throw out Dante Hightower. I don't think he should retire. I think he's a guy who should actually hang around stay, and I think he's gonna spawn the league. Devin McCourty, it, it might be time.
1: He's thirty-five. Yeah. So I mean, it's l- Listen. Like. So, if you had the choice, if you were Bill Belichick, because I think, like I said, I think it's clear that they can't be the every-down guys anymore. Would you, if you had, if you had Dante Hightower and you had Devin McCourty, you sat them down. Would you say, "Sorry, guys, it's time for you to go," or would you say, "It's time for you maybe to sit back, let the young players flourish, and then in certain scenarios"? You would you you your talents are or your okay. your traits are going to be valuable.
0: I still think Dante T- uh, Hightower has a place in this league. I think he's still physical and he's younger than McCourty, I believe. Yes, but McCourty, I mean, he's getting old, man. He's, he's he was he was the there.
1: he was in two, he was drafted in two thousand seven. Yeah, no, so he's crazy. yeah,
0: it's it's insane how long he's been around the league. But I I think it's it's time. And look, if if he leaves, the Patriots will need a new captain anyway, and that's kind of when Mac Jones slides in and you know takes that full leadership role and. I I don't know I I think it might be the end of football for Dem McCourty. Uh great dude I think he's one of the people who actually is like part owner of the New England Free Jacks the rugby team so he's he's gonna be super successful after football he's a smart kid he's already moved from corner to safety and, you know he he's going to adjust but I I think his time in football is over which is unfortunate but I'm, I, look if Julian Edelman's time was
1: over it, it's time for so it wouldn't surprise me, actually, if Devin McCordy finds his way onto the coaching staff at some point. That you know, a because, possibility you too. know, because, like, Gerard Mayo, like, we all yeah. knew, like, when the end was there for Gerard Mayo. But one thing that you don't ever lose, I mean, unless you go into your 70s and 80s, is your intellect. You yeah. know what I mean? As a football player, if you're smart, you're a field general, like, lots of those guys end up becoming coaches. They don't even have to be in the NFL. It could be, right. like, uh, in college. It could be, like, just their local high school team. I think that Devin McCourty definitely has a future as a coach on some level of the league, in, in my personal opinion.
0: No, but, I I believe so, Yeah, That's totally a possibility for him if he wants to do it.
1: So, uh, what are you thinking? So, yeah, you, you, do you think that when you say Dante Howard Tower still has a spot in the league, would you keep him, or would you be like, ah, sorry, would would like time to go?
0: It it would depend on what, first of all, what we're willing to keep paying him, and also what he wants to do as a Because if he still wants to be that linebacker and, you know, play less downs, I mean, I think you you move him at that point. But if he wants to maybe change and like you said, kind of be a you know stand up linebacker, like defensive end type role, I think that's better for him. So I'd say keep him for that. But I I think that you know he's a good spot in the league, I think. But it's it's about the fit because he's he's not that dude anymore. He's not the guy that we saw in uh the Super Bowl versus the Falcons. He's not getting off the ball. He's he. Barely got sacks, here. I mean? Yeah. talk talk about it. I was side.
1: actually there for one of his sacks, yeah, yeah, against Jackson. How many did he have? He had, he had to have, no more than like three, no more, right? no more than three, but yeah. And I'll tell you so, the one that he did have, I was actually there for the game, and his pursuit is still there, oh, it's yeah. just his speed, you know. Like, one thing you don't sure. lose too, like, it's weird, like, you're tackling, you don't lose, no, you know what I mean, because that's all technique, okay? So, like, your technique. And, like, your, like, knowledge, like I say, it doesn't go away. He's, he's a just, fantastic
0: athlete, so he's just, he's. It's he's just a, your speed. He's you know a step mean? slower than all these fast guys, and the way that the NFL is transitioning to these speedy guys, the Tyreek Kills, the Debo Samuels, he just can't keep up with them. He can't do it. Yeah. Guys like Micah Parsons, Fred Warner, all those guys can.
1: You know, they can they can
0: get across. Well, the those are like.
1: well, super. Well, Micah Parsons we'll see next year. Yeah. Okay, I'm not willing to label him a superstar yet, but we'll see next year. If he okay. performs again like he does next year, then yes. But Fred Warner, I think he's the second, I'm sorry, uh, with Bobby Wagner. Careful, Conti. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. I love Bobby careful, Wagner. Careful, Conti. I think he's the second best, line, like, middle, like, linebacker. I uh, Because I love Bobby Wagner. So I'm always going to give him that respect. But, I mean, what do you think about the secondary, Will? <laughs>
0: uh, the secondary, first of all, we for sure need some work. I don't even think we keep JC Jackson. I
1: think he wants the bag, and... I don't think we're willing to give it to him. So well, it's it, tough. put put yourself in the shoes of Bill Belichick. Well, I'm saying I'm not, I'm not trying to say like you try to act like Bill Belichick, but say you're the general manager. You okay. know, because that's what Bill is along with being the coach, coach GM. What do you do with JC Jackson? Cuz I got some opinions that I don't think you'll agree with. <laughs> well, look, we
0: we traded Gilmore and I mean, this was the reason why and I said during that episode like we really should be back in JC Jackson if we're getting rid of Gilmore because, uh, man, would it have been good to have Gilmore on Saturday? Man, would it have been good to just had, take Stephon Diggs out of it, one-on-one corner? It would have been good to have Gilmore, but you got JC Jackson and he kind of got lit up. And look, uh, I don't know. I mean, do you, you trying to develop him? He's still pretty young. I mean, do you I mean J- JC
1: at this point is who he is. You know. What yeah. I mean? So I mean, the way I look at it, okay, like JC Jackson. He is a complete corner. He is. Okay, sure. and, and he's not the complete corner superstar stud like Jalen Ramsey is. Yeah. But he okay? can play men, he can play zone. Yeah, yeah he can, he, he can uh, take away your best weapon. Yeah, that except Stephon Diggs. For some reason, Stephon Diggs has that guy's number. Okay, and, and that's not a bad thing. You know, sometimes there are just some people who have your number. Yeah. Okay, it's the reality of the situation. You know, it just is what it is. And it sucks that Stephon Diggs is there and we have to see him twice, or maybe in this case... Three times a year, and see JC struggle. But the the way I look at it, I go: If you're gonna pay JC Jackson, like you said, he's gonna be looking for that Jalen Ramsey type money. He's gonna be looking for that Marlon Humphrey type money. I think that he is like he has this talent and he has the cachet so far to be mentioned among guys like in consideration for a top five corner. Yeah. I don't think, though, that he's on the echelon of Ramsey, of Marlon Humphrey, of Jair Alexander, of Denzel Ward. You guys like that. And I'm in no yeah. particular order am I saying that. I'm just bringing up names who I believe are better than him. You know, so if that's, do you handcuff yourself like that? I don't know, because we've talked about this
0: draft a little bit. Maybe I forgot on the show if we did, but we've talked about it in general. I mean, this is a defensive-loaded draft. Like, there's a yep. lot of defensive guys in there, and Derek so, Stingley
1: is one of the top prospects. Dude, if in, of if LSU. you're the
0: Patriots, do you say, "All right, let JC walk," and then you you get a stud corner with a late first rounder? I I mean, it's possible. Like well, this this draft is. I'm not saying you're gonna get Jalen Ramsey there, but you're gonna get a guy who's cheaper, most definitely cheaper, yeah. and who might you know be better or the same as JC Jackson. So, so the, the way I, the
1: way I look at it too, I mean, because Bill has always found a way. Whether it be through trading for somebody who was a bit underachieving or getting an undrafted free agent, I mean, Malcolm Butler undrafted, J.C. Jackson was undrafted. Mm. He's had a track record with being able to get guys who aren't really viewed as great any like great or great anymore. I mean, look what happened. He got Rivas. I'm sorry, he got a keep to Don't forget, the Keefe to was really like the first guy like we've had on this trend of like the last I'd say about six to eight years of, like, having that really good one corner. It was Talib. then we got Rivas, and then we got Malcolm Butler. Mm-hmm. We got Stefan Gilmore, and then it was J.C., mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, and look at it, Malcolm Butler and J.C. both were freaking undrafted. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aqib Talib was good, but he turned in on a whole other level. So do you go and pull that next guy? <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know if we should draft somebody in, like, the first or second round that pertains to corners. Because, I'm just saying
0: this, I don't think we should do that. Personally, I think we should go get a receiver. I, I think we need a receiver or some type of weapon. How badly? I'm, I'm... pretty. I think it should be our top priority. Receiver.
1: A Receiver? You really oh, think so? Oh yeah, yeah, for I, sure. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal.
0: Look, th- this team goes to the next level if you have someone on that level of just being able, like a, a playmaker. The Patriots have always had it. You know, we've in the Brady era at least it was always. Okay, you had Dion Branch, obviously Randy Moss. Even in the later years, you still had. Like Wes Welker, you went Julian Edelman, you went Gronk. This is the first year that I can remember where the Patriots didn't have. Oh, that's that guy to go and get it. Obviously, last year I guess you could argue too, but you know, Patriots fans would pretend last year didn't happen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think receivers got to be the go-to whether that's free agency or the draft. I mean, there's not a whole lot of free agents out there. Really think about it. I guess there's Allen Robinson if they you know don't forget Adam Humphries is out there.
1: Sure. but And Adam Humphreys is kind of like that Wes Walker, that Julian Edelman type, you know? Yeah. I mean... I've then, heard Godwin throw it around. Yeah, but here's the thing. He, he would demand a big money contract and I'm personally not willing to give that to him, okay? Like, uh-huh. in my opinion... I Because, you know, he's coming... He just tore his ACL. Don't forget, so... I mean, especially when you're running and as that slot guy, you're making these sharp cuts, these quick cuts, like, coming across the middle, like, those quick crossing routes. Who knows if he'll be the same? You know, I personally think that Adam Humphreys, is a good fit, you know, he's that short, like, that slot receiver, and I think that he could really be somebody that Mac Jones would benefit playing with. Okay, but I really, if you could take a look at it, I don't think that this receiver core is as bad as it seems. Like, I guess, before I, before I collapse, I'm going to say Hunter Henry, I'm going to say John New Smith, okay, sure. their tight ends, yes, I know, okay? <laughs> but, I mean, if you look at it, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, more have earned their, have more than earned their spot in the league. Those sure. are two legit receivers, okay? Then you have Hunter Henry, who was a very, an elite, I'll say it, an elite red zone threat this year. Would you agree? I, did, agree? Oh, I'd agree, I agree with you. For I t- touched on machine. Sure. Yeah. So, I personally am not going to give up on John Lewis-Smith, okay? I think that he's somebody who, if we get him more acclimated and somebody, if we give him a little bit more attention, he could actually be a useful signing for us, okay? I think that he could, I still am holding out hope on John Lewis-Smith that this year was just kind of a, eh, like, getting used to a year. and But I reserve judgment to say it doesn't work if he doesn't fit next year. Nelson Aguilar is a guy who every other year turns it on and off. Okay? Every other year, it'll be like, oh, Aguilar sucks. Remember the last year in the Eagles? We were like, ah, Aguilar sucks. He went to the Raiders, oh, Aguilar, man! What the hell happened? Uh, Nelson Aguilar! The drops are gone! Yeah, yeah. So, Nelson Aguilar, like I said, is, like, an every other year type player. I'm not
0: buying that though. I'm not buying it. I think that Aguilar will be
1: better. Gino, not you, not you, good. Better. I think he'll preach be better. Guys
0: having one good year on a contract year and then getting the bag.
1: Is that not I Nelson seriously, I I do, and and that's a fair criticism. But if you look at the track record, that's what Nelson Aguilar's has done. Okay, so if you sure. look at, if you look at Nelson Aguilar's track record, that's what it is. Yeah. So and like I said, that is a fair criticism, and I do say that a lot but like he's been in the league what since 2015 now i believe yeah. so that's 7 years we had to evaluate where it's like all right sucks good sucks good sucks good okay like, Just on and off on yeah right. yeah and, and he, so it's inconsistent and i never minded the contract cuz yeah. it was 2 years you know so it, i, I, I think, don't know if you keep him though i don't know if you do i, I mean for 1 year I, I know, who cares you know for so one,
0: but i i still think you need that guy you you need that uh to win in this league right now or to, you know, have Mac Jones have a chance, you need that DeAndre Hopkins, uh oh uh, Devontae Adams. I don't know how I blanked on his name. I love Adams. You, you need that Stephon Diggs, you need that type of receiver. Like you need that go-getter, you need to go get the ball. Should have been Nikhil Harry, it's not. Yeah. Could've been Debo Samuel, but you know, yeah, I I will never get over it. I'm gonna go on and off track a little bit. I will never, as a Patriots fan, get over us drafting Isaiah Wynn and Sony Michelle over and Nikhil Harry. Those are drafts I will never get over, and I'll always argue that the Patriots are a bad drafting for that. There's so much talent in that draft, and the fact that we took Harry over like Debo and like DK.
1: Like, well, Debo was a awful. slow developer. Let's, sure. let's keep that in mind. But he would have been the perfect Patriot. I fan. do love Debo Samuel. He would have been the perfect. Patriot I, I I do love Debo Samuel. But well, I don't like this criticism either, okay? 31 other teams also passed up on Debo Samuel, sure, sure. DK Metcalf, and whoever the hell else, I'm sorry, whoever else you said. Okay, like, 31 other teams did as well, so 31 other teams are also just as much as Paul. Okay, sure. like, so the way... Come on! Yeah, and... and, and it's just who we
0: drafted. It, I, I, don't, I don't respect it. I know that right. they were bad draft picks. All right. And I said they weren't good draft picks. So I am like, oh, but Sony michelle he, he did all of this at, what, where was he at, Georgia or something? Yes. Like oh I did all this with Jordan I wasn't buying it then and I I've been proven right. Well without Sony Michelle did
1: we win that Super Bowl? Yeah, oh yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Sony Michelle was pretty much our star our star worth there for that playoff stretch. I don't think so. I think who and, scored the one touchdown? Yeah sure but it was a one yard touchdown. Come on. Okay.
0: And? I think Dame Damian Harris could have done that.
1: Damien Harris, I'm, I don't believe Damien Harris was there at the time. Or, no, he, or he, he got redshirt year. Sure. He was redshirt year. Yeah, I'm but, sorry, uh,
0: but I'm not like, oh, like, if he were there, like, I think if you put Damien Harris in that position, I think he does about the same as Sony
1: Michelle. Okay, but the fact is that Sony did it. So, and, like, sure. he, he did well. He's done well in his opportunities with the Rams. He's but actually turned it on this is year. He's not
0: a first round pick.
1: He's not a first round pick. Sure. He's not. I'm not justifying the pick, but I'm telling you, he's not as bad as you make it out to be. Okay. I didn't like he, him. I thought he, he was the he was the driving slow force.
0: As shit, he was the he driving would, force. He to our would get hauled down by like linebackers. He was the driving force to our Super Bowl run. He was not. It was Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and Rob Kraski. Uh,
1: no, I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about the Rams. The Rams. Oh, or the Chiefs. Sure, right, right. I'm not talking about the Edelman catch. Okay. Uh, okay. Like Grog did make like a fantastic diving catch there to set us up. But that's not. What I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the Super Bowl with the Rams. and, and then when we beat Kansas City. Like, yeah. you know, Rex Burkhead also was there, you know, and he did get that winning touchdown, but still, you know, so Sony Michelle, he was drafted in 2019, don't forget. I believe it was 18 or 19. It was 18. I actually think it was 18, I'm sorry. But the next, the following year. So, I mean, I don't know. But, and Isaiah Wynn at the time made sense because we lost Nate Solder. Remember? Yeah. So Isaiah Wynn at the time made sense. Nikhil Harry, uh, I'll give you Nikhil Harry. I just wanted Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I no, I Lamar. hear you. I hear you. But, I mean, think about it. Everyone was ready to give. Lamar Jackson, the gold jacket to Canton, and now what happens? Now I'm in the damn playoff, all right? Yeah, so, but he was hurt. He was hurt, but, I mean, I mean, look at that. I mean, run- he's not going to last another three years. And Lamar's Lamar. Whoa, not- come on. He's Con- not. See. Running quarterbacks well, don't last. I disagree. Who else? I disagree. Who? But
0: I think Lamar's 101. And I think he'll hang around for a little bit.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, like, well, he's, well look. He, the, the proof's in the pudding. He was hurt this year. Yeah,
0: okay, but he still plays good when he's on the field. You just got to keep him on the field.
1: Okay, and are they
0: gonna? <laughs> I hope. I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> I think Lamar will surprise you. We'll, we'll see, though. We'll he's see. not gonna... Okay,
1: listen. If anything, he's gonna be like RG3. Okay, and he'll sure. be a backup, but in terms of starting quality quarter, quarterbacks, by 2025, 2025, Lamar Jackson will at least be a backup in the league.
0: No. Okay? You, you think that Lamar is gonna... <laughs> you think... So, I wanna, I wanna say this, and I'll go back to him, because he's my favorite player in the NFL, obviously. Do you think that
1: Jordan Love stays in the league longer than Lamar as yes. a starter? Oh, as a starter? I'm not sure. Okay, As a starter, I'm not sure. Okay, but as a quarterback? Yes. As a quarterback in general, yes. Because, mm-hmm. listen, he's not going to run all the time. Okay, he's not going to get beat up. He's not going to get hurt. Okay, but that big arm, that big potential, that, that, that high ceiling will always be there for Jordan Love. So that... That's, that, that's what I'm saying, and teams—the turnovers always...
0: will also always be there for
1: Jordan. Love. Maybe, and you may be right, but teams will always look He's at the outside. Worse Drew Locke. He's and just a worst true lock. It's just a worst true walk, and that could be, that could be, and and I don't want it to be mistaken just because Will hates Jordan Love that I like him. Okay, sure, sure, I'm just, sure. I just want to always, I just want to know why he hates him. You know, I I reserve my judgment on Jordan Love until he becomes a consistent starter in the league. I do. Sure, that's fair. You know, I do. So, anyways, getting back to the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. I actually don't mind if we were to franchise tag JC Jackson.
0: I wouldn't mind if
1: we were to franchise him, like if it was maybe one or two years, two years at the most, like the Nelson Aguilar deal, obviously just with a bit more money because he'd demand more than 13 million euros. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I think that if you were to give JC that short-term contract, then yes, do it. Like I said, no more than two years. But if he's looking for that... Like that lucrative, like four year or five year, a hundred million dollar deal. I say no. It's not yeah, I say no. I say kind of pull the plug. And I'm a little surprised, Will, that you're kind of just like not give him the bag, you know? Because I, you know, he, he played bad,
0: man. He put like, look, should we give him the bag? I mean, I think so. I would love to have JC Jackson on this team. I, I think he still got, uh, you know, some, some juice left in him. Obviously, he's very young still. I think he still has potential to be, you know, that corner, that top guy. He was a ball hawk this year. He didn't have a bad year. He just played bad in the playoffs. And I, I think, you know, knowing Bill though, he doesn't like to pay guys, so that's why I'm talking about the possibility of him not being here. It's become a reality. I thought we should have paid Gilmore and we should have kept Gilmore and look how wrong I was, you know. <laughs> so,
1: you know, I I don't know. I truly don't know. So <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, okay? And you're probably gonna roll your eyes. You wanna know what I think really and truly has been the deciding factor and if I'm sorry, what would be the deciding factor if we don't re-sign J.C. Jackson? I'm I'm sure you've heard me say this, right? (laughs) Let me hear it. Christian Barmore. (sighs) Christian Barmore. Before I explain, tell me why you think that's ridiculous. What, to just pay Barmore? No, no, no. I'm saying that Christian Barmore is the reason. If we do not sign, uh, re-sign J.C. Jackson, that Christian Barmore would play a huge element in that reason. No. Explain how. That makes no sense. Well, do you wanna know why? Because yes. what you, you know that Christian Barmore really has become kind of like, oh my god, an eye opener in the league as a rookie. Yeah. You know that he's highly ahead. you know he's been highly impressive and you and I'm sure you saw like Mitch Morse, the Bill Center, like dap him up and like encourage him yeah. after the game. Because as he's a, rookie, he's a dog for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, as
1: an interior lineman, his run stopping does need some work. Okay, he's more of a pass rusher. Yes. But in terms of pass rushing ability, that is, great. Off, yeah, for a rookie, awesome. Yeah. And I'd seen nothing but great things in this future, okay? Yeah. When the, de- the defensive line and the offensive line on each side of the ball is the foundation of the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that the linemen in any phase of football aren't the foundation is the special teams. I want to know why. Cause they don't have line. Cause they don't have a line. <laughs> okay, they don't have a line. And you know, well, technically they do with punts and kick. But you know what I'm trying to say. Most
0: of those guys are not even linemen. Though.
1: Yeah, you know what you know what <laughs> I'm trying to thing. say. Yeah. So I
0: was never on special teams. I should tell you all. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the way I look at it, I go when you build your foundation so strongly that lessens the need for things elsewhere. Because let me explain. You have all these pass rushers. Judon, I think, is going to come back because something was wrong with him once he came back. I think it was either the slowdown from COVID or was he had like an unmarked injury that nobody was talking about or mentioning that Bill Belichick in the past swept under the rug. When you have that pass rush and when you have, especially from the interior, which is rare, which is what Barmore was doing, which is why it's very impressive. Because lots of your big beefy guys come from the interior and they clog up those holes and not a lot of interior pass rushers can do it at a high level like Barmore did. Okay. When you have that elite pass rush, what well, the, the do that collapses the pocket, when you collapse the pocket, the quarterback has to roll out, and he makes throws under duress, and when you make throws under duress, they can be bad, you know what I mean, they can be off target, they can I, be... I don't
0: know how this relates to JC, though. <laughs> I, I because that
1: lessens the need for great corners, because if they make throws under duress, or if they make not, not as good a throw, then... Any professional should be able to make a play.
0: I I agree with you to an extent, but I I think you're reaching a little bit in your county That's uh-huh.
1: football one one That's what made Bill Sure, Gale-jack yeah, so but ready. I
0: I don't think the reason that they go, oh, you know what, time to move on for JC is, oh, Christian Barmore's pass rush. We could we could put anyone back there. Like no, well, I'm not saying I, put anyone. No, I obviously you yeah. know a, a high level or a high <laughs> a higher level corner, but. <laughs> I don't know how much
1: higher you get than JC Jackson, so I don't know. Uh I mean I so I'm gonna name off some corners and give me a yes or no as to if you would take them over JC. Okay. Jalen Ramsey. No.
0: I'm kidding.
1: Yes. <laughs> Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. You would take wait, so a yes for you would take them over JC. Yes. Okay. Jair <laughs> Alexander.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um sorry. Heinz War Heinz Warren. <laughs> Denzel Ward. Denzel Warren. No. Would, no, I'd, I'd keep JC. You keep, J.C.? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think that's a close one. Uh, who else? Marcus Peters. I'd still keep JC. You would keep JC? Yeah. What about, the, oh, Jesus, um, Lattimore on the Saints?
0: No. Yeah, I'd
1: keep JC still. You would keep JC over yes. Lattimore? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that one. I think they both I, I, get
0: lit up by Diggs in the playoffs, man. No,
1: I would take Lattimore over, well, but that, that Minnesota Miracle wasn't his fault. He, was he didn't fully
0: miss the tackle. Oh, no, that was PJ Williams. Oh, never mind.
1: That was number 43, yeah, yeah, yeah. making a disgrace of my number. Okay. How <laughs> <Don't laughs> dare you. Yeah, that was PJ Williams who did that. So, like I said, if you're going to pay a guy who you would take, what, about three or four people over? I'm sorry. Who, yeah, I'm sorry. Like Who is arguably not even the top five corner, but is going to be asked to be paid top three money? then I don't know, man. You know, I don't know if you give him the bag. It's tough. It's, and, a, it's a tough situation. And don't forget our third-round pick out of OU last year, Ronnie Perkins. Remember that name? does that sound familiar. He's a DN, right? Yeah, DN. Like, out of Out of Oklahoma? Yeah, that okay. OU. So, I think that he actually has good run-stuffing ability coming from that edge. Okay, so you have... He was hurt this year, right? Yes. And, and it was, like, the classic, like, Bill Belichick redshirt year, too, yeah. you know? And it, it's strange because not a lot of times do you see... A good run stopper from the edge. Well, it, it's it the, you it's there, but it's not like the, your typical one, right? Yeah. And then not every day you have a pass rusher from the interior. You know, it's a little ass backwards, but it it works. You know, or it could work. We'll see yeah. how Perkins develops. And don't forget, Godshaw, great signing here. Godshaw oh, was a great signing. Team. Okay. And he was
0: an actual run stopper. That yes. Did.
1: Yeah, that guy. That guy. Uh, he never, nobody will ever be Vince Wilfork. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he he was there in like Malcolm Brown. And, like, Danny Shelton, you know, he was one of those guys, and that's something that we were sorely lacking. And even though kind of towards the end it fell apart, during the regular season he was good. Okay, so we have him for another year. Let's see if we choose to extend him. That guy, uh, Ukakale, or whatever the hell, you know who I'm talking about? I believe he signed (laughs) Ukakale.
0: (laughs) I'm sure that's not his name. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like, Dan, I almost want to say ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah, I almost want to say, like, ukulele. Yeah. But I mean, he actually kind of towards the year went on. He kind of progressed as well. Okay, right. so Carl Davis, see you later. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, we'll see something from Henry Anderson. You never know. But I mean, I-, I think that the Pats are honestly in pretty damn good shape. And the only I thing think is, I think people were reacting a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, like he yes, had a rookie quarterback and went
0: ten and seven. He had a rookie quarterback in Buffalo in like negative ten degree weather, and he didn't play awful. Yeah, that's that's the thing. He really didn't. He, uh, he, I will say that uh that Hoyer or not the Hoyer the Hoyer yeah
1: Jordan like, Hoyer yes okay. yes
0: I always get that flip I don't know why the interception that he had that <laughs> that was a fantastic play That was it a was. good ball for Mac that's just, yeah, it's good defense you
1: know, and yeah I, and sometimes the defense wins
0: so I, yeah I'll give him that that was a good ball I mean it just he he jumped at me that was a great play and overall like yeah the other interception was pretty bad but Mac overall I mean he's he's a rookie we gotta remember that he's a rookie and you know he hasn't. He hasn't had anything like this happen to him before, and I honestly don't think we've given him enough help. I think we need more, you know, weapons. I think we need to trust him more, because while it is very valuable to have a run game, there were times in the season where we was like, oh, dude, just let Mac rip it. You know, like, just let Mac Jones throw the ball. Like, he, that's what he does. That's what he did at Bama. Let him throw the ball. And I, we, we just didn't do that for him this year, and I think we need to get him more weapons, and... I think you know maybe that now he's not a rookie anymore. Bill will trust him because you know I I highly doubted that Mac was going to start this year. I we did a whole episode on it. I thought it was going to be Cam. I thought it was going to be Cam, and then maybe week eight we see Mac when Cam's hurt. But I'll I'll stay corrected on that. Bill and shut
1: I, me right. I'm up. very glad that that you were wrong. No offense. Oh no, yeah. Me too. I'm very yeah. glad you were wrong.
0: I, and it's <laughs> it's not. And I said this on the episode too. I didn't not want Mac to start. Because I didn't think that Mac was good, or I thought he was a bust or something like that. I just wanted him to have time, and I didn't know if he was ready. Obviously, Bill Belichick knows better than me and knew that he was ready. But also, I, I, I didn't think Bill was going to start a rookie QB. He never has unless he's had to. Like, yeah, it, it was the It, it yeah. didn't. It didn't seem like a possibility to me. But I'll stay corrected on that. For the, the only next.
1: time he did was with Jacoby Brissett, and yeah. that was when Jimmy G got hurt. That's so. It.
0: When it comes down to the third stringer. You don't play a QB. You are yeah. QB.
1: So, I want to ask you a question now. So, even with all these, I wouldn't say all the injuries, I'm sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. Even with these free agent signings like Smith, and John Smith and Aguilar not working out, say one of the two, okay, have a rebound here. It could be Smith or it could be Aguilar. We already have three legit weapons, Okay which is more... They're okay. No, okay. no, no, no. Myers and... Myers is okay. Myers and Bourne are good... Star- Henry Bourne are, is good, Our okay. ...are starting NFL receivers on any team. Sure. Maybe not the number one or two, but definitely at the very least a three. Sure. Okay, so you have two starting quality wide receivers, and you have a big red zone target in Hunter Henry. Say either Jonu Smith or Nelson Aguilar step up. That is now four legit weapons. Legit, they're, they're
0: okay with. I still think you need that guy, it wins you football game. It does so,
1: even okay. But then, say both of them step up, then that's five. Okay, that's yeah, five actual decent
0: players. Like, you, you need that guy, you need that guy. Man. Well, you
1: do well. Do you know what? We'll want to know what happens. So, say, I'll give, we'll give you two scenarios if John Smith steps up, okay, then you have all this versatility because then you have the tight end where it's like. Is he gonna go? Is he gonna run? Because he can do end around. He can yeah, line yeah. up as a fullback. Okay, he's done it before in Tennessee. Okay, or we can just do your normal tight end blocking scenes. Okay, so that's three things you have to account just for one player, and that's not accounting for Hunter Henry, who would also be on the field in most formations, or Smith. I'm sorry, uh, Myers, Bourne, um, Aguilar, Maybe the kill Harry if he's back. Maybe, Look, uh, which I, I hope not.
0: I I don't. It's not a coincidence, right? That. I'm going to name every playoff team, and each one of these guys has a legit rep weapon at receiver. Bengals, Jamar Chase, Tennessee Titans. I mean, obviously, they had Derek Henry as a main point of it. But you have A.J. AJ Brown. Brown, and you have Julio Jones. Weapons. San Francisco 49ers. You have Debo Samuel. And Dewey George Kittle. George Kittle, yeah. The Packers. I mean, oh, Devontae Adams and the whole receiving core is amazing. Uh, the Rams. I mean, you have Cooper Cup, who's you know become a top receiver this year, and you have OBJ. And the Bucks. I mean, they still have they still have, uh Mike Evans, even without Godwin, and they still have Rob Gronkowski. So these are teams. It's no shocker that all these teams that are left
1: have like that. Yeah, and, and I'm not perfuming that, but it's not easy to find those guys. And you have to remember, but you well, gotta go get them. And you, you have gotta go get them. You have to remember, like the Pat system isn't really. Like, schemed around having that guy, having like that deep threat, that superstar. Ha- he has threat. been
0: though, the, the past couple of years, the, or you know, ever since Belton, he's always had like that number one receiver. You know, well, dude, all right, Dion Branch, right? But he, uh, he, oh, he, he, no, he
1: he wasn't a true number one star receiver, no, he was that dude, he, he was the move the chains guy. He was a complimentary, a good number two wide receiver. He was who. He was prime Muhammad Sanu. Okay, in term, I'm not saying say, in terms of play style, right now but They've always had a Gronk and Edelman or Randy Moss. That's tight end. That's no, it's tight a end. Weapon, still a weapon. Well, okay, He's still a receiver. okay, okay. okay. but uh, but you're saying uh, you're saying more so receiver because we already yes. have Smith and Henry. Yes. So let's let okay let's take a receiver. I'm fine
0: with our tight ends. I think we need a receiver. So uh, a wide receiver. But okay, so De- Keel Harry ain't working out. No, absolutely not.
1: Deion Branch, though, he wasn't that star-studded number one wide receiver. Because when he went to Indy, he sucked. And then he came back, he was and good he, here. He, was, he was all right. Yeah. So, he again, he's one of those system guys. 8-4 to the 8-3, baby.
0: He was, yeah, he's he good. all over. He's good.
1: No, no. Deion Branch is a good, solid receiver in this prop. Yeah. And I'm not going to take that away from him. But he's not this stud guy who you center the offense around. With, by no means. Well, yeah. We've okay. never
0: centered the offense around, guys. Well, That's not what I'm moss saying. Moss is
1: the only exception. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. but, I mean, like, yeah, right? It's ready fucking Moss. Yeah, like, what, yeah, yeah. Are you, what are you going to yeah. do? But even when you had the guy, I'm talking about just someone unreliable, you throw it to him, they move the chains. That's Hunter you Henry. No,
1: it's not. The yeah, Henry it is Hunter like, Henry, he's a red zone guy. But he also, uh, I okay, I should have prepped this earlier. He also was somebody who, oh, Mac Jones, well, where is he, where is he, where is he, Hunter's there, and yeah. nine times out of the ten, he would catch it, you know? I, I don't think so. I don't think he's
0: that. I think he's a good red zone guy, but I don't think he's a move The change You don't guy. think Hunter Henry's unreliable? No, reliable? No, I don't think so. Oh, not, my dude, God. Come not, on, dude. not the way that Edelman was. If it was third down and, like, five third down sevens, like, that third and medium, you knew Tom Brady, if no one else, he's going to Edelman. He's going to Gronk. He's going to one of those. guys. Even Amendola. He's going to so Amendola.
1: Who did Mac Jones throw it to when he was on the duress? Dude, he really didn't. Yes, a lot he did. Of, <laughs> we, he we had, a, we had a
0: lot of three and outs. We had a lot of three. Every offenses, offense yeah. does. No, no every we offense does. You know,
1: we stalled. We were like the twenty-second offense. And, okay, but it's an offense in development. You gotta take into account that this this offense really struggled at the beginning because lots of free agent signings, which Bill really doesn't do. Everyone had to develop into the huge playbook, and the game change and the game plan changes every week. So I mean, that's I mean that's something that I mean I'll kind of let go and chalk it up as kind of like a a rookie-slash-development year, and they still made the playoffs. I
0: think so, you'll was, get Mac Jones and fancy new toys. Like, it, give oh someone a God. throw to him.
1: Come on. Listen, he's got like, to that like guy. Who? Like who? You know, I like, don't know. Allen Robinson, if we, he's not we, franchise we, thing? We've always been that... We've always had the check down, check down, check down, and then the middle of the field. We've That's never true. been like... But Mac
0: loves to push we, this bitch down the field, yes. man. And,
1: he loves
0: to throw and, out. Field. He
1: does have a cannon, and I'm not refuting that. Hmm. But we... Our offense has, besides Randy Moss, those one or two years, we've never ever been a team that's centered around that superstar. Okay, and, there's and that reason team was more centered around Tom. Yeah, and then don't if, forget,
0: if Tom wanted to throw to Randy, he did. He just so happened to love to throw to Randy Moss like any yeah, quarterback. Would. And,
1: and and that's how special of an exception he is. He's the second greatest receiver of all time. Randy Moss says we tried it with Chad Ochocinco. Remember, did didn't work. work. <laughs> didn't work. So that just goes to prove, like, first of all, the greatness of Randy Moss. But second of all, not anybody can just do that. Even if you are considered a, a star, so that's it's never been what it's about. It's always been moving the chains, get the five yard gain, get the five yard gain, get the ten yard gain, and when you need to, get the fifteen to twenty yard gain. It's never been, it, it's never been the toss it down the field. It's never been the Bruce Arians no risk, it, no biscuit. Yeah, you know, know, which ironically Tom Brady is playing. I know. Now. You know, so it, it's never been like that. So everyone's always like we need that number one we need i go that's not what the offense is about it's not
0: but i, I, I think we just need that reliable chain mover i don't think that's what hunter Henry him. is. I, I don't think we have him right now. i don't that's think what we, hunter, I think hunter henry, henry is <laughs> I, I don't think he's that guy i think he's been in the red zone but i don't think he's on the same level of reliability as
1: edelman as gronk as guys like that that's yeah. what that's yeah. hunter okay I'll, obviously I'll, gronk like, uh, Gronk is the 2nd greatest tight end of all time. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. Okay. Wait, wait, Tony hold on. Tony Gonzalez.
0: That, Gino. Tony Gonzalez. Gino, backtrack back to that. Tony Gonzalez. Gino, and come I, I on. And I stick
1: by that.
0: Gino. I will stick by it. You're just not watching football, man. Huh? When Gronk is the best uh, tight end of all time, and it it's not close.
1: Really? It's not close? It's not close. Okay, if Gronk is an A+, what's a Tony Gonzalez? An A. No. Yes. Tony Gonzalez is an 8 No, plus. Gino. Tony Gonzalez Gino, is a Gino, the Gino. The longevity of The sports Gonzales, group chat
0: will have your head for this I've run. said
1: it multiple <laughs> times. The longevity of Tony Gonzalez. He played for 17 years, and 15 and a half of them were prime elite football. Well, what did they say to you on Felder Mass? Ah, Gino. Kata, you're lying. Kata,
0: you're lying. Yeah. You're lying to nope. me. No.
1: Nope. That is incorrect. So, okay. I'm, I'm not doing this right now, okay? Fair. Back to the basics. So. First of all, what do you think about Jalen Mills and what do you think his role should be next year? He should
0: be gone. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, yeah, that's you're a real possibility. Kidding. You're not kidding. I'm not like, kidding. Like, you're you're a, not kidding. That's a possibility, but you have said he's playing out of position. He should be playing safety because he's a go-get the ball type of guy and he's not a lockdown corner. So I I he could be the next Jason McCourty. Either, or uh, sorry, Deb McCourty, where he plays that um that corner and then oh, you know what, you would be better as a safety and he moves to safety and he's able to just kind of hawk these balls. Jalen Mills is fast, like he's a fast dude, and he, he's just not good at playing that man to man. Let me uh lock you up. But he, we saw when the ball goes over the top, most of the time Jalen Mills is going to go up again if he's near him. Yeah. <laughs> by, yeah. By yeah. I he's going to get in the ball when it's the, if guys are just you know burning him, which they did a lot this year. He doesn't look as good. I think he'd make a really really good safety. I, I do, and I'm not ready to fully. Get rid of Jalen Mills. I know Colin Ames, you know, has yeah. <laughs> disagrees, but I, I like Jalen Mills still. I, he could go, he could be gone, and I wouldn't be that upset.
1: But so I like I said, I think the best thing personally that could happen, right? So we re-signed Adrian Phillips, okay? So in my opinion, what you do, please for the love of God get rid of Jamie Collins, okay? Sure. That outside linebacker spot it, it would be who the middle? In the middle would be Jawan Bentley and hopefully some um rookie. In okay. Case, which I, uh, no, Uche's more of a uh, DN. Okay. So Uche's more of a DN. So the middle linebacker, it would go Jawan Bentley and then somebody else, hopefully who's a little bit better, who can compliment him in pass coverage. Van, okay. no <laughs> Van Noy could possibly Van do Van Noy's it, okay in pass coverage. But he'd be a little out of position. Yeah. So Kyle Van Noy would be the outside linebacker. And then, in my opinion, I think you put Adrian Phillips there full-time. Because what you have to do is, you, if you put Jalen Mills at the free safety, because the Pats like to do a lot of too high sometimes. Okay, sometimes they do zero high, but with Phillips and McCordy, like with the amount of good safeties that they've had, they've been forced to run more of that too high look. Okay, so I think you put Duggar at the strong safety, put him at that tackling position. Okay, don't ask him to cover that much. And then you put Jalen Mills as your free safety. Then if you – are do you, do you want to play scenario if they do or do not re-sign J.C.?
0: Uh, let's play if they do. Let's, if let's they do, do? Yeah. Okay. So
1: say they franchise tag him for one or two, or franchise tag one year. But say they give him, like, a two-year extension, but maybe overpay a little, which I'm fine. Okay. You'd have JC Jackson, who, towards the end, didn't do all that great, but still is a complete player and somebody who you can rely upon to not get burnt by anyone but Stephon Diggs. <laughs> okay. You have Jonathan Jones coming back. Don't forget about Jonathan Jones. He's a good slot corner. Okay. Sean Wee. He deserves an opportunity. Oh, come on, Gandhi. What? Listen, we can't say that when he hasn't really had an opportunity. Okay, sure. So sure, I'll, I'll stick with you. Yes. Yeah, so he's gonna get his opportunity. Uh, like and get and he's gonna take his lumps. He's gonna make his mistakes. But coming out of Ohio, he was predicted to be like a first-round pick. Okay, but his bad senior year. Oh, bad senior season. Bad senior season. Okay kind of like got him down okay and he got picked in the fifth round he still has upside and i do think that they could capitalize on it a little bit I'm not saying he's going to be a stud yeah. but i think that he could amount to something pretty good okay sure I'll... then that fourth then that fourth spot this is what they did with jackson jc jackson when he was a rookie they kept him on the roster made him that fourth corner and then they put him in put him in as he earned playing time and developed more this is what bill cowher does a lot they start people on special teams Okay, And then as the league goes on or as the season goes on or the, as the years go on, it progressively, if they continue to improve, make their way there. And you That's,
0: put a quarterback up there and it's Taysom Hill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's where I think that undrafted free agent comes in at that fourth slot corner. And honestly, I don't mind that. I, I really don't mind.
0: I, it, yeah, I mean this defense. I still think it needs to develop. We still have a young, a lot of young guys out there. You got Winovich, Uche, you got Barmore. I think Winovich so, is
1: gone. Honestly. No, I love Winovich. What well, he he showed nothing. I love
0: Winovich. Wasn't he
1: hurt a lot this year? No, he just I severely underperformed.
0: <laughs> hey, he'll bounce back. He had a great rookie year. He'll bounce back. <sighs>
1: Chase she, Winovich
0: is my boy. I
1: refuse. If he didn't have long hair, would he be your boy? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: actually, yeah. Because do, do you know who one of my favorite? Actually, I'll say it. One of my favorite. No, the favorite. Alex Anzalone. No. Oh, Patriots linebacker. Who? Rob. Ninkovich. Oh, everyone I, loves Nick. I everyone loved loves Nick. Nick, and it was Ninkovich, and then I was like, "What a bitch!" I'm like, "It's his clone, no Dude, I, did I ever everyone actually, I, Ninkovich. I'm gonna tell a quick story, because It's hilarious. I convinced my dad that Rob Ninkovich was Russian, and it was the funniest. And it was like for a couple of months. So like, when it, when it, or for some reason, like Ninkovich just sounded so like Russian to me. I was like. Uh, Nick, so whatever you got the say i I'd be like, "Oh, it's my friend Nikovich." <laughs> I'd be watching the game with my family, and I'm like, "That's my Russian friend." And I would, just, I would like joke around with vodka. Like, no, like literally, I would, I would do like Russian, and I'd be like, "It's Rob Ninkovich, like, when he the and The Willie
1: Nick Russian accent is elite,
0: and I love so
1: doing it but
0: my dad my he he after all this he just thought that rob ninkovich was a russian and that's why i was doing it which he's not like or at least to my understanding he doesn't talk with a russian accent he just talks like a normal dude and he was given an interview one time and he was talking normal and it was like it blew my dad's mind he was like rob ninkovich is a russian i'm like no like i just do that because it's funny he's like what? You like son it, of a it, bitch. It, it? It flipped his whole world. So that, oh, that's a funny story. Why would you do that Winovich. to Bill Nick? It was the funniest thing when he found out he wasn't Russian because he was like, "Nikovich isn't Russian." I'm like, "What? No!" Oh
1: my god! god I, love that that? To Bill Nick.
0: I just I love Rob That's my uh, boy. Chase Winovich is the reincarnation.
1: No. He's the he is a Walmart Alex Anzalone and Alex Anzalone no. is at the very most a, a decent starter. There's always that one. I, I there's Anzalone. that
0: one like Patriots like linebacker like defensive player that I always ride with and like it's my favorite. It was Rob Ninkovich and I did the Russian voice and now the, for Chase Winovich I, I tried to do like a surfer voice but it's not
1: the same. Oh,
0: dude, I'm experiencing high oh, tide. Oh. High dude. <laughs> To to That's literally what I tried to do. It's not the same. It's not
1: as fun. The Rob Thinkovich one was the most fun. Oh, my goodness I gracious. I love it. I well, love it. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, unless you want to talk about some old line hey, I think we've talked about enough of the old line
0: But yeah. you know who you can <laughs> never talk too much about, Gino? Oh, it's is our, that the tip of my tongue? Uh, it's, it's our good old pal, John Junro! Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Oh! <laughs>